my voice. <laughs> what was that? It's when Homer when Homer does that on the Oh yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> That's what he does. Nice. <laughs> I wasn't it, it sounded familiar to me that I was doing it, but I didn't catch that I was doing a, a Simpsons quote. Yeah. I just was doing it. Yeah. It was uh from Treehouse of Horror? Is that yeah, yeah. Can't remember which one, but so. it's definitely from Treehouse of Horror, I think. Yeah, that feels right. Classic. Feels right. Man, we managed to get a Simpsons reference in before we even started the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have to include this. <clears throat> well, then there's no point in me saying, Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, J.M., and hi, I'm your co-host, Robbie. And this week, uh, we are doing Sim- Simpsons rep. Oh, God, I fucked it. <laughs> Absolutely fucked it. Just forgot how to talk. Yep, completely forgot how to talk. It's been one of those weeks. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you had to do all the talking last week. Uh, uh, that's true, because... Well, well yeah. because, well... Because <clears throat> I wasn't here. You, I guess you had a guest on, though, huh? Yes, I had my friend Gary, who, uh, very <clears throat> nice of him to jump on at uh, short notice. I'll be honest, and I said this to him, and I might have said it on the podcast as well, <laughs> that... Uh, uh, he was the first person that I asked um, if they were available uh-huh. um, because, well, he does his own podcast, so I know he has uh-huh. all the gear, but also uh, I knew he'd be at home <laughs> in, the middle, oh, of, in nice. the middle of the day and could Perfect. talk to me for an hour. So, yeah. Nailed so it. Was good. Yeah. I hope people enjoyed that one. But uh, I think they did. Yeah, but you've been away but you haven't uh-huh. you haven't been well i suppose you have been have you been on holiday could could you class it as a holiday it's a little weird because i i worked harder than <laughs> i work at work um but yeah i mean it was a holiday i went uh to a boat building workshop in seattle amazing uh, yeah i, I bought a, a boat kit as part of the thing, uh, this this place called the, the Center for Wooden Boats in Seattle will host these classes. And the boat kit is from Chesapeake Lightcraft. I think they're over on the East Coast. But they um, they basically, you know, CNC pre-cut a whole bunch of pieces for the boat. And then, uh, you know, they'll ship them. You, you don't have to be doing the class to get them. You can order them oh, anywhere. Wow. But uh, doing the class is nice because it gives you a place to work and it gives you someone to kind of walk you through the process. Um, and, you know, there's other people around you so you can learn from each other and, and that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, they send you these these pre-cut pieces of boat and they've got like, you know, a lot of like like all the drill holes that you're going to need are pre-drilled in there and, and stuff like that. And then you put together uh, a wooden boat. Well, hmm. that sounds like the basis for a podcast <laughs> so this week devolver forecast listeners around the world 
This week, <laughs> we're going to learn all about how JM built a boat. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll start by asking JM, why did you want to build a boat? Um, well, it, uh, it, it, it might've started, um, when I, th- so when I was living in Seattle proper, I, uh, <clears throat> I would walk by this place called the Wood Technology Center mm-hmm. and, uh, well, drove past it most often, but one day I was walking by it and I was like, you know what, I, I, I is this the Wood Technology Center? Or the wood technology center like is it is it wood technology or is it technology and it's named after some guy named wood <laughs> right uh, and so i went in <clears throat> i went in and uh it was the wood technology center and they had these beautiful little boats that they had built themselves uh in you know uh and and it's so they had three different types of classes it was part of the seattle community college uh, and, uh, and they, they did, they had three programs. They had one for like framing, like home building, mm-hmm. uh, oh, one wow. for cabinetry and one for boats. And it was really amazing program, really cool equipment, good instructors. Uh, so I fell in love. Like I saw the boat and I, like, I don't know how else to describe it except that like, uh, a uh, uh, fucking a beacon lit up in my chest. You you heard Dreamweaver like, play in your head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just pulled toward this boat, like the curves of the wood, the yeah. shape of it. Um, the whole thing was incredible. And I was like, I want to learn how to do this. So I signed up for, for the classes. Well, I did, uh, first I did like a, like an evening course, like an adults course or something, just to get the, get the gist of it. Was this when um, you made the toolbox backpack so so i did the adult class and then i did a a semester of the the actual like college course um and and that was uh like basics of tools and how to use the tools and safety and like how to do this and that like very general woodworking stuff right um and then the next semester i'd had my first semester of boat and in the in the first semester, like you built like your own toolbox and stuff like that. First semester so, of boat. <laughs> yeah. So in my first semester of boat, I uh, I I was walking to school because I was close enough at the time that I could walk to it. And uh, but my back my 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 toolbox was just awful. It was just a big rectangle, super heavy. Like yeah. I couldn't even carry it on my shoulder comfortably. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't going to work for me. I want to be able to walk around with my tools on, with my tools easily carried. It seems like the easiest way to do that would be a backpack. And I thought that it was going to be something that I was going to be able to knock together in the first couple weeks of class. (laughs) Yeah. And that it was going to... um, And that it was going to be my toolbox for the rest of class. Mm. Uh, As it turned out, uh, it took me the entire semester to build that backpack. <laughs> uh, I was designing it from from scratch, yeah. from nothing. Yeah. Like, there were no prototypes. There were no plans for it. Um, and my teacher was super cool with it. 
basically because I because as I was building it, I was learning how to work with the wood. I was learning right. how to build uh, jigs so that I could you know make you know the same cut over and over again. Yeah, I was learning about you know just different techniques that that apply to boat building. So he was fine with it. He was excited about it. He thought it was weird and cool. <laughs> and uh and so yeah. So that's when I bu- that's when I built the backpack, which is which is my pride and joy uh at least until the boat is done. Um but like it's 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 a really cool thing the this backpack. Uh, yeah, it's wicked. You know, it's Thanks. When you it's got all my tools. Yeah, in. it's so cool. And uh, you know it fits. It, it's it's really it's it's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. And you you want to put it like you want to have it like on a table or a counter when you're putting it on and taking it off because just <laughs> right. swinging that around your shoulders, like a, moving your arms in that way, like a scuba equipment or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like you don't want to be like with that much weight on your muscles because you'll you'll twist something the wrong way. You don't want to uh, be standing on a train and turn too quickly and like. <laughs> kill some kid <laughs> yeah. standing behind you <laughs> toddler but once it's on it's comfortable right and like the weight feels well distributed and uh you know i uh yeah i'm 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 i'm, I'm turning steampunk is what i'm doing <laughs> it was the the role you were born to play Jam. Ah, i think so i think so <laughs> had you always been interested in woodwork then or was it literally no. you just saw this school and was like holy shit yeah yeah i mean uh i i've always i mean i always like crafting things uh you know like making little things out of you know whatever's around you know construction paper or cardboard or 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 whatever yeah um i remember when you made a fall guys presentation out of uh (laughs) construction paper (laughs) that was amazing all of my all of my powerpoints are construction paper <laughs> uh, if i can help it cuz it i just i get in front of the screen and i'm like this isn't going to fucking work i can't think this way so yeah. i got to go get different colored pieces of construction paper i got to make a thing i got to draw the the slides and then i just take pictures of them that's and good put it into man it. that's good my my old boss caroline she always used to say whenever we had to make a presentation for anything uh-huh she insisted, um, you know, you always sit down and you do it on paper first. You plan it all out on paper, like draw it, draw your slides, you know, bullet point your bits that you want to talk about, but always, always do it on paper first. And she wouldn't even use like a notebook. She'd actually, you know, yeah, she'd get individual pieces of paper, you know, and mark, do, draw all of her slides and stuff like that. And then once she was happy with it, then she'd create it in powerpoint so i'm like yeah i totally agree that it it's so much easier to think when you're not bound by a screen and a keyboard and things like that yeah so good well i'm glad i'm i'm right there with caroline yeah um although we we didn't actually make any presentations out of construction paper though maybe we should have done you know, it's uh, it it it's in my experience, it's a hit. <laughs> it is, yeah. In my I've experience, done... it's a hit. I've, I've been <laughs> on the receiving end, and I loved it. I've done a couple of them. I did one privately for Nigel uh, when I was originally pitching the whole idea. Yeah. 
uh, the, just the basic idea. And I did that for Nigel. And then, uh, and then I did, yeah, the, the, the big one for, for Mediatonic and you and everybody where I was like, all right guys, here's this idea I want to sell you on. (laughs) Uh, and then we ended up not actually doing any of the stuff that I thought was like the exciting tech that I had been like, this is amazing. Yeah. Ended up not having to use any of that, but you know. Oh, but we still Extreme did Fall Guys. Still yeah, happened. still did. Uh, yeah, Extreme Fall Guys. So, yeah, and very good it was too. Ah, uh, it was a hoot and a holler. It was indeed. So you are at the woodworking school. You've made uh-huh. a backpack. Uh huh. So what happened next? COVID. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't go back to woodworking school. Also, it was it was a very it it was a the program was for people who were looking for a career in woodworking. Okay. Um. So there wasn't like it was a lot of time every day, right? And it was it was hard it was to full, manage full time course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was hard to manage that and work. So I probably wasn't going to go back the next semester anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, which made me sad, but then COVID happened. So I was like, well, that worked out. Um, and then, you know, left Seattle and I was like, well, I won't be going back to the school. That's a shame. But, uh, I still really wanted to build a boat. And actually the boat that I've ended up building, I was going to, uh, my plan was if I was going to continue in the course was I was going to order the plans for the, the, the boat. Right. And I was going to fabricate all the parts myself because yeah. that's a lot of the woodworking stuff we learned at school. Yeah. Um, so I was going to go buy the wood. I was going to fabricate everything myself. And that was going to be several, probably semesters worth of, you know, getting the thing ready and actually building the boat. Yeah. Um, you know, from nothing, you know, just from the plans. Yeah. Uh, which was going to be cool and exciting. And I still have the plans. So if I ever yeah. want to do the whole thing from scratch, I can. You can, yeah. Um, but for this, you know, they send the parts, you know, mm-hmm. cause, uh, cause I'd wanted to do it and, uh, I'd been looking at the, the website for the, the boat stuff and they, they're like, oh, there's classes. And I was like, oh, really? And they're like, there's classes in Seattle. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, and then like, this was, I mean, this is forever ago, but they're like, you know, there's class, there, there's going to be a class in May for the boat that you want to build, JM. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so this is a different this is the company that provides the boats. It's not the same school that you went to before. Yeah. Right. So, well, I was looking at the company that provides the boats websites, and then yeah. there's a third company, oh. the Center for Wooden Boats, right. that <laughs> hosts the classes. Right. Okay. So, there's the Wood Technology Center, yep. Chesapeake Lightcraft, and yep. the Center for Wooden Boats. Right. And in the center of all of those is a secret cabal of boat builders that goes back to the early 1800s. Wow. No, anyway. <laughs> the central cabal boats. Uh, boat. um, so I was like, all right, this is, I want to do this. Do these cla- Are these classes still going on? So I was like emailing the, I emailed, you know, Chesapeake Lightcraft. And they're like, oh, you got to talk to them at the, at the Center for Wooden Boats. So I emailed them and blah, blah, blah. Uh, found out the classes were going to be happening. Signed up for it way in advance. Like I've been signed up for this for months, and honestly, uh, this class was like the biggest thing on the like, like every like lots of important things going on in life. But like this was your yeah your beacon of hope. It was. It yeah. really was. <laughs> There's so many things going on, and I was like, if I can't go to this 
boat building thing, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, I absolutely need this. <laughs> um, And I'm really glad that it happened, and I'm really glad that I was able to go, because now I'm going to be able to, to finish this boat. The boat isn't finished, finished. Right. Um, But I was able to go and work on it, and I actually build it, and it's it's so deeply satisfying and i'm i'm really happy that i got to do it man i bet so the the class that you went to was everyone building the same boat no oh. everyone was working on different projects like the school wait the, the the this recent class or back when i was in school uh the uh the recent class the recent class no not everybody there were there were two boats uh, there and there were two variants of the boats. Oh, uh, there was the uh, there's the regular boat and then there's the boat that you cut in half. There's a boat that you cut in half. That's my boat. That's your boat. Yeah, your boat cuts in half. I cut my boat in half. <laughs> so what? Uh, what does that mean? Besides <laughs> so the obvious, it's the, it's the Eastport nesting pram from Chesapeake Lightcraft, and it is designed to be stored in a very small space, or to be like if you've got a larger boat and you want you don't have a lot of room on it, but you need like a smaller boat, like a a tender is that what they'd be called? Okay. Like you know, a little boat that you'd like you keep your your big boat far from shore, and you like take your little boat in, or right, you right. throw your little boat to your friend's boat. Yeah, you know, like long ships, like a pirate, not long ship, long boats. Yes, yeah, what do yeah. they call it? I know what you in mean. The pirate ships. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and so, um, so yeah, uh, so what it is is you build it, and it's got two bulkheads in the middle, and it's separated by a little piece of cardboard. And after you've built the whole boat, you cut it in half uh, along, you know, that between those two bulkheads, you cut through the cardboard. Oh, wow. Uh, so you so you so you have to build it before you separate it. You yeah, don't build that way two it fits perfectly. Wow. Yeah. OK. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. That must have been nerve wracking. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> um yeah, uh, it was. Um, I don't. Should we? Should we? Should we start at the beginning of? The, do you want to talk about like the process? Yeah, or... let's start at the beginning. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm keen to learn. Uh, yeah, sort of what happened. You know, so yeah. you obviously got all of this stuff delivered to you, but was that delivered to? Did you have to take it all with you, or was it delivered to no. the workshop? Or where was yeah. the workshop? What was it like? Who were the people? <laughs> <laughs> so it's on South Lake Union. Uh, in Seattle, it's called the Center for Wooden Boats, mm -hmm. and they've got a whole bunch of boats on the docks there, and they have, like, a large workshop space. Um, and, uh, so there were six boats being built, um, three of my little boat, and then three of a slightly larger boat. The people were l mostly, uh, old white men, um, but they were nice, they were the nice kind. Yeah. The kind who uh, build boats for fun. Kind of build boats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, this is like, you know, everybody's like first time coming out and doing anything since we've been vaccinated yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was just like, it was like, uh, hi, people. <laughs> um, but it was good. It was fun. Uh, the instructor is a, is a really uh, cool guy, nice guy, Casey, uh, who has a boat building and repair business uh, on an island near here. Wow. Um, and so the kids come and it's just flat packed. Yeah. Uh, and he 
kind of broke everything out and divided it up before we, like, the day before we all came in. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you get these pieces of boat, and basically what you do is you start with the bottom of the boat, mm-hmm. and you take the planks along the sides, and it's called a stitch-and-glue construction. Okay. So there's these little little pinholes through the the planks and through the like the bottom the the floor. Yeah. And you basically you line up where the planks go and then you you put copper wire through these holes and you twist it together on the outside of the boat and you just do that all along the boat until you've got that plank attached. And you do the same thing on the other side and then you go up a bit and you do the planks uh and you do more planks. And then eventually, after you've done the first two planks going up, um, so now you've got, like, if you're looking at it from the side, you'd have, like, half a boat, like, going upwards. Right. So just, uh, like, then the, you put in... Fr- so you build it from the, the bottom of the hull? Yeah. Yeah. You build it from the bottom up. Yeah. Uh, and once you've got the two in there, at least in this boat's construction, then you put in the, the bulkheads and the transom. Uh, and the transom is like the flat part at the at the back of your boat, like the like just the, the flat part of the back of a boat. Yep, is the transom. Yep. Uh, my boat has one at the front and the back because it's a front, it's a flat fronted boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So you put uh, you put you, you you again you just wire it all on like nothing is nothing is glued or anything at this stage. That's crazy. I had no idea that. You, boats could be built like that. I suppose I didn't really it's... know. I guess, I guess I just assumed that boats were like nailed together. But then, I mean, I suppose you know, big ships and things are rivets, aren't they? Like they're riveted. Uh, uh, big ships use screws uh, and nails and stuff like that yeah. for sure. Uh, in in the college class, like one of the things I had to do was take a plank. They had this giant boat that was never going to sail again. That was just like the practice boat. And so I had to take a, a plank off of this very large boat and then match, like create a new plank that would match oh, the dimensions cool. of that slot. Yeah. It was really neat. Yeah. And that that's a different, that was a different type of hull and yeah, it's like yeah. a different process. So is it, um, I guess with the, with a little boat like yours, um, hmm. is that a, is that like a weight thing using the wiring to... Well, so the wire is just a placeholder. Oh, okay. The wire is just to get the boat into the correct shape. Right. Uh, and to hold into the correct shape. So once you get the transoms and stuff in, uh, then you put the next two... So it's my boat goes four planks up. You put the next two levels of planks in, wire all of it together, uh, and then you flip the whole thing upside down and you tighten all the wires, which was the single worst part of it. Oh, really? <laughs> the whole thing. Because it's like, just twist these wires so that they're tight, so they hold the whole boat together, but don't twist them too hard or they pop. Uh-oh. And so that was that was uh, tedious and frustrating. <laughs> but, uh, but it was fine. Well, I mean, so, you know, if playing video games has taught you anything, it's how to, you know... Yeah, you know, do a, te- a tedious task, <laughs> you know, for a, a long, an indeterminate amount of time in order to reap meager rewards. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and you know, tying it into video games, it does feel like a series of mini games. Ah, like you've got to cool. do this yeah. game, and you've got to do it like this. You know, yeah. now I'm at the twisting the copper wires game. 
And I think for me, a lot of life actually ends up feeling like that. Like when I was, you know, at conventions and stuff like that, you know, E3, like now I'm coiling cables. I'm playing the coiling cables game. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like that. Like for me, that's just kind of how things feel when I'm doing them. So, yeah, it, it, it does feel. And I'm, you know, maybe we'll talk more later about crafting in video games and how it would be interesting to see crafting in games that was actually like... Yeah, similar to real life a little more. Fuck that though. Let's talk about this boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you get it all wired up nice and tight. Yeah. And uh then it's time to to start gluing. So I say I own a wooden boat uh or that I've built a wooden boat. What I've done is I've got a wooden boat that's been dipped in plastic. Um <laughs> Yeah. Epoxy is a two-part adhesive. Um I I, I it's, it's like a, it's, it's a resin. It's, it's a plastic. It? Oh. There's a yeah. There's a resin and a hardener. Right. Um. And you got to mix them correctly, and then you mix them, and you apply, and you can put different like fillers in them, uh, to give them different strengths. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so we were using two types of fillers on this project: cello fill, which is effectively just powdered cotton. Whoa. <laughs> And wood flour, which is like a, a flour, like, you know, like, yeah, like a normal flour, but made of wood. So it's like the super fine sawdust. Wow. I guess uh, you had so, to like wear like masks and shit doing all of this. Yeah. So that you didn't breathe yeah. in like, <laughs> a, you know, half a branch of wood. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, it's a good idea to wear masks. Yeah. yeah, protective gear is super important for these things. Um, you definitely want to wear gloves when working with epoxy. Right. Um, mask is a good idea too. Uh, you don't want to get it on you. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's not like a horrible chemical or anything like that. No, it's pretty. No, it's no. pretty fun and friendly. Yeah. But so once you got it upside down, you glue all the planks and the to the boat. And you glue in the transoms. Do you glue in the transoms yet? I think you glue in the transoms. Anyway, you glue every... Yeah, I guess so. You have to glue it all together. Um, and then you leave for a day because there's nothing else you can do. No. Uh, because it takes a day for the epoxy to set. Right. To cure. Uh, and then you come back and all of those copper wires that you spent... I don't know how long getting correct the day before... It's time to clip them and get rid of them. <laughs> and a lot of boat building ends up being this thing where you do a thing and it's just a placeholder. Yeah. Because then you have to go back and undo it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you get rid of all the copper wires and suddenly the boat holds together on its own, which is great. Wow. Uh, now it's boat shaped. Um, then what comes next? We got to put in the, the floor, which was fiberglass. Um, and you do a lot more of, uh, it's called filleting. Uh, and what that is, is when you use the epoxy with the wood flour and it creates like this brown peanut buttery, like you get it nice and thick. It's like a peanut buttery, uh, texture. And, uh, you, you smooth that into like the, the places where you want it to be super strong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you kind of make sure that the, the floor of the boat is clean. You get it nice and super strong with the with the uh, the fillet, and then uh, after that has cured a little bit, not a full day, like a, an hour or two, then you come in with the fiberglass, and you fiberglass the bottom of the boat. Right, and is that is that like a just a a piece of fiberglass, or is there some? 
process? Uh, so, so it's a process. And fiberglass is, when it comes to you, fiberglass is like cloth. Oh. It's like a, it's, it's, it's like a fabric. It's just a cloth. It's just a weave of fiberglass. Um, and it's very flexible, and that's why it's so versatile and why you can use it to make and reinforce so many things. But what you do is you put the fiberglass down, you get it nice and smooth, yep. uh, and then you just pour clear epoxy all over it, and you smooth it out, and you make sure it soaks into the fiberglass, and you don't want too much or the fiberglass will float on top of it, and that's no good. Uh, but you, you smooth it out and you get it nice and flat and you get all the bubbles out and that will cure for the next day. And when that's done, it's incredibly hard. I mean, it's fiberglass at that point. Yeah. It is like what you think of as fiberglass, yeah. the strong, uh, durable substance. And after you've you know done that, you can clean up the edges and all that jazz. Uh, and then, I mean... The rest of it is, what is it, fiberglassing the bottom of the boat when it's upside down. Right. So my boat, we only fiberglass the, the, the bottom of the hull and then the, the floor of yeah. the boat. Because yeah. those are the only places that see real uh, action. Yeah. Um, and, then, uh, and then putting on, like, the skeg is what you call, like, that little, like, like almost like a fin at the back of a boat. Yep. Uh, we put that on. We, when we were doing the fiberglass on the bottom of the hull. Uh, and then putting in the seats was the next day. Um, you know, it, it's a little more normal construction after you've got the boat yeah, built. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So does your boat have, are you, is it, it's a rowboat, right? It's a both. It's just a boat. No, it's a both. It's, it's a rowboat and a sailboat. Oh, it's a, a what? it's a rowboat um but it also like i got the kit that you can put uh it comes with a sail a mast and stuff like that and uh, you can sail it holy shit yeah (laughs) cool so have you have you fixed them the have you tried fixing or did you have you fixed the sail to it as well then no no the boats so by the time the class was done sadly the boat was not at that stage Right. Uh, there's still a lot of work that I need to do on it. Oh, okay. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, like the seats are, like the seat mountings are in there, but I need to do another layer of fillet underneath them to, to get it done. Um, and I, the boat is like super not finished. And mm. by that, I mean like epoxy and paint all over the whole boat. Yeah. Or varnish if I were going to go that way, but that's way too fancy, way too hard. Uh, uh my instructor in college uh at the at the at boat school uh would uh would joke that he was a boat builder not a boat finisher because <laughs> when you finish the boat you like put on like like if you're doing epoxy and varnish like you have to varnish over epoxy because uv light will destroy epoxy and it'll turn it all like yellow and gross okay uh and that's not sexy so uh so what you do is like you put a layer of epoxy on and then you wait a day for it to be done. And then you got to, then you got to like do several layers of that and you got to wait a day every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when it comes time, then you got to sand it a bit for the varnish. You put the varnish on, you do the same thing with the varnish. So basically you're just spending a lot of time like painting and like, you got to sand everything over and over again for the varnish. Cause like unsanded, it won't stick to unsanded epoxy and, Oof. <clears throat> it's not much less work with paint, but with paint, you don't have to redo it every year. 
Yeah. With varnish, you've got to like reapply it every year. Right. So you want to paint your boat, I take it. I'm going to paint my boat, yeah. Well, how are you going to paint it? Um, I'm going to paint it green and gold, I'm thinking. Green and gold? Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Any particular inspiration behind that color choice? No, I was trying to think of all kinds of different color choices, and then I went with basically what is my usual default color choice of how I think things look good. Green, <laughs> like, green and gold is nice. Right? Like a really dark green and then nice mm, gold. Yeah, that would be nice. Are you going to name it? Yes. Have you thought of a name already? I have. <gasps> Can we hear the name of your boat? Sure. My boat is named Pralaya. 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 Oh, where does that name come from? Uh, it comes from uh, from a lecture by Alan Watts, but it's it's a Hindu. I think it's Hindu or Sanskrit or both. Um, but basically, there's these. Uh, uh, the universe goes through these sev- these different phases of time, um, called kalpas. Yeah. And the first one is like everything's super great like everything is like fucking excellent and the second one is like everything is almost perfect and then the third one is like this is fine whatever and the fourth one is like holy shit this is terrible everything is being destroyed and then everything is destroyed and then there's a there's a blank space in between uh call where where there's nothing and the universe is unaware of itself. The self is not itself. Uh, peace, uninvolvement, pure bliss. And then it goes from that back into the really good times. Yeah. So Pralaya is the name of that empty space. The, uh, the peace, uninvolvement, pure bliss. Nice. Of, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I... That that's I feel like the feeling that's pulling me towards wanting to just sit in a boat and, and sail around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like sail around in the water in this tiny little boat. Follow us on Twitter. the digital. Follow us on Instagram. the digital. Come and join our Discord. the digital. Come on to our website. Digital.com. What are your what are your plans once the boat is finished? Have you have you got ideas about where you want to go in your boat or what you, <laughs> how you want to spend time in it or what you want to do? You gonna sit uh, in it and fish? Uh, I mean, I want to learn how to <laughs> want to learn how to sail it. I've mm. taken I've taken like a, a like a little sailing class at one point ah. when I was in Seattle. Like it was just like a couple day thing or one day thing, maybe even. Where it's like, hop on these boats and sail it around. Now you get the principles of sailing. And dude, sailing is so fucking weird. Oh, and I, I did, I've I'd done a little bit of like windsurfing like classes too. Oh, wow. Uh, a long time ago. So like sailing is wild. It's <laughs> so fucking cool. Like the way that it works. Like the boat is shaped a certain way so that it will only go one direction. Like the same thing for like uh, the board. Like the 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 windsurfing board, like it only goes one way. Yeah, and the sail catches the energy of the wind, or it creates a negative pressure zone where the wind isn't like on the opposite side mm-hmm. of the sail, whichever way it actually works. Um, 
but it like it's like just force that goes through the mast and just pulls the boat. Yeah. And there's so many different ways that you can like it's 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 like a whole it's again it's like another video game. It's like a it's another game. It's another thing to learn and play like it's not like a video game. It's like a real thing. Video games are imitations of this. Yes. Uh, but like I I've never played a video game where the sailing is like real sailing. No. Do you think I, that I long to. Did, did you did, did you play any games though that made you think man sailing would be great? I mean, I mean I always just automatically just think of like Wind Waker or whatever. Wind Waker. Yeah. Was amazing. Yeah. I loved Wind Waker and and I it really bothers me that it's not on the Switch. <laughs> I know. Cuz I just want to play Wind Waker. I know. They're like Skyward Sword and I'm like <laughs> what? Who the fuck what? I know. They're just making us wait. That's what it is. Know. They know. know. They know that we'll all buy it. I know. And then they're going to I guess charge 30 bucks for the amiibo that lets you actually sail your boat <laughs> yeah <laughs> zing <laughs> um but yeah it's uh i've never it's, it's just I've, such a cool feeling yeah i've never sailed a boat but isn't well, it that's the what well i was gonna say that's the other thing is like i i, I want you to sail in my boat oh yeah hell yeah i want yeah like when everybody comes visit it's like all right everybody we're gonna go in the boat yeah fuck yeah i'm fucking well up for that yeah can't wait um but i i was just thinking like talking about how video games imitate some of these things like crafting and sailing for example yeah like that's that's one thing but isn't it fucking insane how humanity somehow managed to formulate these concepts like oh yeah this is like you describing how you build this boat and you were still using a kit like yeah um but just the fact that all of the every step of this process is is something that had to be created from nothing back you know back yeah. at the very you know the dawn of time or whatever <laughs> when people looked at the ocean and went i wonder if i can sail on that but sailing wasn't even a thing so they just thought <laughs> i wonder if i can float on this and then and not even knowing if there was anywhere to go <laughs> you know and then you know figuring out oh, i can like strap some shit together and sit in it and I can float on top of the water <laughs> and then and then improving on that and improving on that yeah. over you know generations um to the point now where it's like yeah we, there's a process there's a there's a way of there's an optimized way of uh building a boat and yeah. then harnessing the wind <laughs> to be able to pull you across the ocean in this boat and it's like what the fuck man it blows my mind stuff like that it's 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 wild i mean it's it's really i think it's it's why games like minecraft are popular and stuff like that because like once upon a time like you know i don't know like if you wanted a boat you had to have a reason to have a boat first of all yeah <laughs> and second of all you had to like probably had to build it or you know you know, you, I mean, if you're in it, depending on like where you are in history, if there's already shipwrights and stuff like that, or, you know, and boat builders, but if you're not, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, every time you build it, it's your version of it. And everyone is making their versions and variants and being like, oh, did that work out? Like, Robbie did this with, like, this longer skeg on the back. And, wow, his boat's way more stable than ours. Like, we should all build our, you know, next boats should all have these longer skegs. And, like, like the learning process, uh, it's, it's any, I mean, yeah, anytime you think about, like, how many iterations it's taken yeah to to learn anything yeah and i suppose like yeah there's a there's a there's a certain branch of video games that are just that sort of natural extension of that sort of uh i don't know it's almost like a compulsion isn't it like in in people to want to to want to make things or experiment or just see what's possible like and there's it's yeah and it's weird because we have so many resources available to us now that, you know, like the average person has access to a lot more than, than the average person a long time ago. But mm. also like the world we live in, everything feels fa- prefabricated. Yeah. You yeah. Know, there's no. You just, things come fully to... formed. You don't even think about where it comes from. Yeah. And you don't really get to be, uh, I mean, you get to be creative and like crafting and stuff like that, but it always feels like it's in an isolated space and you don't get to to craft your environment yeah you don't get to change the things you don't get to you know nobody builds their own car i mean some people do but you know most people don't build the thing that they get around with they don't uh you know and i think there's a there's a strong desire in us as humans to do that sort of thing and especially when you're young Mm. you want to you know when you're young and you're learning and you're creating so i mean i you know where you had minecraft where like the rules were never explicitly stated and so it was just all this like creative like energy that these kids got to expend yeah uh and and you know build things that you know like to to control their environment you know in a way that they don't get to do in this i mean houses we all live in houses or apartments and stuff like that and like they're just there yeah. They're just already there, and they yeah. were there before you were born, and it's like, uh, okay. It's just amazing, isn't it? That it's like now you're building this boat, and then once you've built the boat, suddenly this, 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 there's this whole aspect of the world that has just suddenly opened up to you. You can, you know, like you can go places on your boat <laughs> you know like you can just go off and you can look at water and go oh i can get my boat out on that you know i want to be on that exactly which you know two years ago not a possibility but now yeah well maybe in the next you know however many more weeks or months it takes you to finish things off um yeah <laughs> yeah you'll be able to just look at a map and go wherever there's a body of water i'm, I'm gonna go and get on it Oh, that'd be great. I mean, I still <laughs> got to get the boat there. Yeah, but, still got to uh, do that. But I still got to do that part. You know, the point is, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's cool, great. though, man. I'm very, very impressed, and I'm very happy for you as well. Thanks that you've. Thank uh, you very much that you've not only followed through on something. You know, like just decided, like I feel inspired to do this, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then actually gone and done it. But yeah, you're nearly there. You've nearly completed it as well, which is amazing. Yeah, and, yeah. Very... and I, I, I'm excited. Yeah, you so you should be. 
Yeah, I've got like I feel more confident in my ability to like to do the things that need to be finished. I felt pretty good about my performance in the class. Yeah, yeah, I was I was crushing it. <laughs> I was fastest. I was like done first. Sick. And I was like, <laughs> have you? Um, um, has it? I mean, obviously you're still working on the boat, but have you already kind of thought to yourself, I want to do more of this? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the woodworking thing and the, the, the curving of the wood thing, uh, is something that I got really excited about. And there are things that I want to build, um, that, you know, it, it would be, uh, it would be great if I built them. It would, I would like to build, uh, there's, there's definitely a sculpture (laughs) that, uh, that I want to build. Um, yeah, so I want to keep working with it and uh of a specific you know. thing or just you know that yeah. you want to build a sculpture. Mm. No, it's a very specific thing. Ooh. Um and uh so yeah, I want to keep doing it and it's fun and like I mean there's all kinds of little things too like uh you know, my house there's a there's a spot where the kitchen counter stops and like there used to be a uh 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 stove there but they moved the stove but now there's just this blank spot of wall and i'm like i want to build a little like fucking like corner counter thing yeah stuff like that you know yeah Um, that's cool yeah just all the little things that you're like oh i could build this i I could build that i'm really guilty for like i watch a lot of these like home improvement shows and things like this but i've never done anything like that amounts to diy or um yeah like i mean i suppose i built my desk and i built a shelf in my in my room but oh well those don't count (laughs) yeah that's not diy that's absolutely diy what are you fucking talking about yeah i suppose i have done bits and pieces but it would be fun to do something bigger i tell you what i meant to bring up earlier but i'm glad i can bring it up now because you're we're not uh because i wanted to hear you describe your your boat building journey but did you did you ever watch uh new yankee workshop no oh the candle people was it the what no sorry there's a yankee candle company here in the states so no so it was a tv show um called new yankee workshop with a guy called norm abram he was the guy that hosted it and i think and it and it was kind of like I think it was one of the shows that sort of served as a bit of a an inspiration for home improvement. Oh really? Yeah. And it is the best fucking show, man. It's oh, so good. Nice. It 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 started in the 80s, I think, but I I became obsessed oh. with it when I when I was a kid. Um it was on like one of those, you know, like Discovery channels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um it was one of those ones that was like there were so many episodes of it that uh it was just on all the time you know is it like a is it like a bob ross except he's in a workshop that is exactly what it is so this guy norm is just like a woodworking like just angel (laughs) just just a nice guy in a plaid shirt with a you know a tool belt who has a giant workshop in his garden filled with all of his 
woodworking tools and then he'll go to like he's from uh massachusetts so he's got like a really strong new england accent (laughs) and um he'll go to like some colonial old like colonial um museum or something and uh he'll go and have a look at like a table or some chairs or something and then he'll talk a little bit of history about it and he'll be like oh i think i'll have a have a go at making one of these and then he goes back to his (laughs) workshop and he makes it oh and it's the best that sounds like a show i need to watch it's so good i think i think a lot of it is on youtube if not all of it but nice it's it's fantastic and norm is just like i mean he's exactly what you yeah i mean like you just described it perfectly it's bob ross but woodwork oh that sounds that's yeah that sounds ideal (laughs) yeah i think Um, i think you'll get a lot of inspiration and enjoyment from it yeah was it the new yankee workshop yeah new yankee workshop with nice. norm abram oh, so norm good. abram yeah write that shit down i've just googled it so uh it started in 1989 it ran for 21 seasons nice. <laughs> uh and it's excellent Produced by WGBH Boston. Aired on PBS. Yeah. Fantastic show. Well, perfect. Now I know know what to watch in my workshop. (laughs) Exactly. And another fantastic show is this one. Oh, yeah. Wait, Robbie. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you're segueing to the outro. But I, I feel like people might be dissatisfied because I never actually talked about cutting the boat in half. Oh, fuck. Right. Yeah. Rewind. Let's talk about cutting this boat in half. Just in case someone is like, you said you were going to cut the boat oh, in yeah, half. Oh, yeah, fuck. Okay, right. So you've got <laughs> so, a boat. You've put the boat I've got together. got the boat. It's all together. Um, and so there's this section in, in kind of it's kind of a third of the way along the boat. But you've got these two bulkheads. Uh, so what you have is two boats, effectively, that are conjoined. Yeah, so we should specify. So it's not, it's, it's, the partition is across the width of the boat. Yeah. Not the length. Yeah. Right. Some people might There's a partition. In picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, across the width of the boat. It's two partitions with, with a bit of cardboard between them. And at some point, I uh, I you know put bolts there. It has bolt holes. I put the bolts through, and then epoxied them into place so they're permanently there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got some. You get some. Uh, what do you call them? Some flanges. Some some screw on things that you can screw on. Then that holds it together. Right. So they're all screwed on. And there's three of us with take apart boats in this class. And I got to class late that day because blah 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 the ferry. Um, and so I was still like cleaning up my rails that we'd put on and I was still sanding things and, uh, they started in on one of the boats. Uh, they started just, they started just cutting it up. Yeah. And I was, I was, uh, it looked a little slapdash to me. (laughs) Um, I'm glad that you let someone else go first. That's, that's the pro move. I I am glad too, because uh, my response was none of these people are going to help me. I'm going to cut my boat in half myself. Yeah. Uh, 
And there's a manual that comes with the thing, and the manual's like, if you've got a really long drill bit, like drill through the cardboard, and then you've got a dotted line to follow so you know where to cut. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a great idea. So, like, while they're figuring out how to do this boat, I, like, went and borrowed a really long drill bit from the class, like, from the, the center. And uh, just started, like, drilling my little dotted line. Because I'd, I'd spent a little while, like, trying to, like, eyeball it and be like, okay, if I cut here, like, where is it there? <laughs> and it's a bunch of really fucking non-Euclidean geometry that you gotta, yeah. like, you can't, like, eyeball? No. <laughs> um, so I ended up cutting the dotted line in there. And uh, it, so I generally these days, like, since going to the college, the 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 class on wood technology center uh i've been using a japanese pull saw uh which is very thin and instead of pushing like you normally do Mm -hmm. with a saw you pull it yeah and that allows you to have a much thinner blade because you're not like you're not putting force into the blade so it doesn't wobble yeah um but this it expressly is like use a western saw for this i was like okay so i borrowed a western saw from the school and Man, I mean, I had my dotted line, I had connected the dots, and then it just was time to cut. And so I started to cut my boat in half, and I just went for it. And some of the lines looked like they weren't going to work to me, but I was like, like, whatever. This is, yeah. this, is I, this is what this is what the cardboard said. <laughs> so uh, I start cutting, cutting into it, and it was interesting because the push saw, the much stronger saw couldn't get through the uh some of the copper wires were left in between Uh, those two bulkheads and so i had to like get my little pull saw to like cut through those because i guess it just had smaller teeth or something i don't know but um but yeah i cut you i cut half of it like so it's upside up and i cut as much down as i can until i'm almost at the bottom and you've got to keep the saw very narrow like you can't just like cut into the whole thing because you've got these bolts in it Right. And so I do that, and I do that on the other side, and then I flip my boat and cut all the way down the bottom. And then I was I was cleaning it up. I was doing it with the push saw, cleaning it up with the pull saw, and then brought one of my neighbors over to help me pull it apart, and it just came apart. Whoa. And it was great. It was so good. And, like, I, you know, I damaged, I damaged a little bit of one of the bulkheads. Um... But just a little bit, and for the most part, it was good. And the guy who was... So I was the second one to do my boat, and the guy... The first boat was in bad shape. Uh I would have been very mad if I'd been that guy. Yeah. (laughs) I would have been livid. Um, But uh, the guy who went after me was like, I'm going to do that drill method thing i was like it's in the manual <laughs> I didn't, they're like great idea jm i'm like it wasn't my idea i just did what they said in the manual fantastic I didn't f- fucking eyeball it so there amazing yeah thanks and so the front half of the boat or the front third of the boat nests into the back for easier storage and that's why you cut the boat in half Perfect. but each one will float individually Ooh. Yeah. Wow. So you could put, like, a dog in it or something. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know why you just... I don't know why you just set a dog adrift in a third of a boat. Well, but you could. Know. Yeah, you I don't got know. that I'm option. Just, just thinking, <laughs> like, well, you can... It's pretty small. What could you put in there? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't really want to go out in each half no. individually. No. 
They're not well balanced. Well, JM, thanks for an amazing, fascinating <laughs> insight into the world of boat building. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> I loved it. What would be your what would be your uh, pirate name? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, there was uh, um, I don't uh, I don't know. Um, uh, do you know yours? No. I mean, I assume it's just a family name you English passed down for a few generations. Like, oh yeah, we've had this pirate name in our family for some time now. Long schlong silver. So basically, the the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 thing that popped into my head when you asked that was there was this one time I was hanging out with my dad and my friend, and we had I had like we had this like. You know, replica pirate pistol in the car with us. Right. You know, like you do. And we're at Sonic, which is a fast food restaurant where you drive and you park your car yes. and you place an order. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, I was, there was something about like our food was taking too long or something like that, or I don't know, but I, I basically, out of nowhere, like grabbed the pistol and I was like, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, if they'll be wanting that, they'll have to negotiate with me, an old long dick. <laughs> and then I pulled up the the, the pistol, because I guess the pistol's name was Old Long Dick. Amazing. Uh, so I know what my I know what my pistol's name Your would be if I were a pirate. Old Long Dick. Old Long Dick. <laughs> um, but I don't know what my name would be as a pirate. Captain... Um, Wang. Captain Mayhem, Captain, just all about the wieners. Yeah, I mean, we all know that's why you built a boat, JM. It's just you know to do pirate stuff. Well, that and you know uh, to uh, compensate for um, your endowment. I'm embarrassed at how huge my penis is. <laughs> And I try not to bring it up. That's why you built a small boat. That's why, that's why I built a small. That's why I built a very small that you boat. Can cut in half. <laughs> I can cut in half and make it even shorter. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, like, cool. well, just I'm glad. Like, I'm glad yeah. we managed to get to the dick jokes before the end of this episode. <laughs> Good. I have a I have a pirate story. Oh, do you? That I've just remembered. Yeah, it was a long time ago. In Austin, Texas, and I was hanging out with a couple friends, and we rented a paddle boat, and we were paddling around uh, Town Lake, and uh, there was, like, some kind of party barge rolling around with a bunch of drunk people, and this is, you know, a long time ago, and uh, so I decided that we were going to rob them, so we paddle boated up to this party barge, and we demanded their booty, and they gave us beer and... uh, and uh and some booty fajitas <laughs> no no actual booty but beer and fajitas <laughs> oh you got fajitas uh, and then we paddled on our way wow. yeah no yeah i mean i got fajitas that actually but yeah full on like yeah it worked <laughs> <laughs> like full on rolled up and like vast be hardies we'll be having your plunder now and all that nonsense and they 
They laughed and got a kick out of it and gave us some beer and fajitas. Holy shit. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, well, yeah. of course, we, you know, we, this has just reminded me of Monkey Island as well. So this is another good reason <laughs> to have a boat and pretend to be oh, pirates. Yeah. We have to have a Monkey Island excursion. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can sail to Monkey Island. We could. We could try. We could we try. Could. We could try. We could try. It kind of looks like a. It kind of looks like a like a bunny if you if you turn your head to the side and squint. The oh yeah okay. <laughs> right? Isn't that isn't that in Monkey Island? Yeah yeah There's yeah. It's like the island, and they're like, oh, it's this one, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it, yeah. Looks, it looks like a it looks like duck a bunny if you turn your head. Yeah. 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 Or it's a duck if you turn your head. I can't anyway. remember. Uh, that's the end of the podcast. Here we go. This is she shanty. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. Yo ho ho. Santa Claus sailing across the main. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I can't be bothered to do a proper outro. Stop. If you enjoyed this program, be sure to tune in to future episodes of the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Ah! 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 Ah!